Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is the Fantasy Doctors Podcast. I think we're episode five. Uh, we're entering week four. This uh, is going to be kind of a quick one. Thankfully, we did not have a ton of injuries, uh, new injuries, I should say. There's always the, the ones that are still lingering and guys end up being removed from the injury report, even though they're still technically injured, like you know Alshon Jeffrey, who's playing tonight. Um, so that we could talk about that for hours, so we don't really need to. Uh, Amor, how you doing tonight? Good. Thanks for having me today. Uh, there's definitely some big news coming out, so we'll hit on the big guys and kind of give a glimpse of how some of the older guys are doing. Yeah. How um how did your 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 past week go? Your fantasy teams do all right? Yeah, two good, one bad. So you know, we'll yeah. see how things go this week. <laughs> Yeah, I w- I'm in probably seven or eight main main long teams and then a bunch of best balls, but I don't really need to check those regularly. And then yeah. DFS, man, DFS was crazy this week. You had to have, like, the craziest scores you've ever seen because there were so many guys that went off. Like, if you happen to start, like, Keenan Allen and uh, Mike, Mike Evans. Evans and then CMC and Darren Waller and then, uh, you know, uh, Kyle Allen um, – and, and then, uh, like, Zeke, like, and you could legitimately put that together because of some cheap plays, and you could do, like, 230, 240. So, I mean, I oh, had crazy. that was ham at 205, which in a normal week wow. would have been really good. Um, and it didn't even – it wasn't even in the top 10%. Like, it was crazy. Um, that's just sometimes the frustrating nature of, of DFS, but, but I love the sweat. Um, all right, let's get started here. Only a couple QB injuries. Thankfully, we got a little clarity on Cam's injury, and it was pretty much what we thought it was, but, but they, got, they actually clarified it, saying it is a, a Frank Sprain. Um, why don't you tell everybody what, what the, exactly this is and um, when realistically you think uh, he'll be back? Yeah, so Liz Frank's, the list Frank joint in the foot is a, kind of a cornerstone joint that's important for uh, planting and keeping the foot steady. So typically these are tears and these are detrimental, but when it's a sprain, the problems at the joint so important. So people don't tend to recover quickly. Um, the typical concern is that he's a mobile quarterback and he's a plant on his foot and he had issues in the preseason. So he's out this week. I think there is a chance he can come back the week after, but I think realistically it'll probably be a couple weeks till he's back in the game. And, maybe one more until he's really good. It's just hard to tell because he has a shoulder and the foot. So I don't think they're trying to rush him back, especially if Kyle Allen's going to get hot the next couple games. I think they'll be quick to keep him out until he's healthy. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they would rush him back. He's been awful for, like, the past four or five yeah. games he started. So, like, they need him to get healthy. Uh, I, I'm hoping this is not the beginning of the end. But um, in some short leagues, I mean, you could technically drop him. There are guys in the waiver yeah. that are comparable with higher upside and maybe a safer floor, especially if you're entering bye weeks like we start, you know, with this week. Um, I, I think he probably comes back around week eight, something like that. Uh, give or take. I think they give him like a good month off. Tom Brady entered today with a calf, uh, same as last week, not overly concerning. He basically said, I'm old, these things don't heal as well. And then that is what it is. Case Keenum popped off with a with a foot injury yesterday. He uh, missed practice, but he was back today. Sounds like he'll be good to go. He's kind of a sneaky play uh, this week because they're facing the Giants in which should be a mm-hmm. shootout. Um, and, 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 and DFS-wise, uh, Keenum uh, may be a sneaky play uh, if you want to get exposure without um, without being doing you know Danny Dimes chalk. But um, as far as uh, we don't really need to discuss Gallup and Traquan, you know some of these guys we know are out. I kind of want to hit on uh, Amari Cooper, who uh, popped up yesterday saying that um, he was getting an MRI in his right ankle. Now, remember, he had the plantar fasciitis in his left foot. Uh, why you just randomly get an MRI on your ankle without any pain or swelling or concern, it just doesn't make sense to me. So, obviously, there's there's some smoke here. We don't know exactly what's going on. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Are you concerned? It's just strange. Like, this is the – it just kind of popped out today. There's no report of him missing practice or limping around or anything. And he looked fine at the last game for the most part. Um, you know, I, I think if he practices Friday, I wouldn't be concerned. And I really don't think it's going to be much of an issue. But it's a little weird that they just randomly get an MRI unless something's hurting. So something to monitor. Yeah. But he has a tendency of being out there no matter what most of the time. So hopefully if he practices Friday, he shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, they uh, they have it, which should be a good game, or at least I anticipate it being a good game against the Saints on Sunday night. Uh, mm-hmm. So he, uh, they really need him with Gallup out. Uh, Zeke, I expect to kind of uh, kind of start taking over again. I don't think that, um, that, that Lattimore can handle him. I think Lattimore's given up the most uh, passing yards in the entire league right now. I think he's in the 340s. Um, he was a shutdown corner at one point, but it hasn't continued. Um, and I think that Dallas continues to look good. The entire Saints offense is really running through Kamara, um, so they have to figure out how to kind of shut him down. And then I think uh, Bridgewater is going to struggle. I don't think he even completed or he targeted a pass over like ten yards. Like it was everything was short, dink and dunks. It was effective, but 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 uh, hard to do if you can game plan for it. Um, Chris Godwin popped off uh, also uh, kind of out of the no- out of nowhere um, with a hip injury. Uh, Godwin was one of my big, uh, big exciting players coming into the season along with a lot of people uh, who liked him. Um, the problem with I'm having with this is, A, we don't know the specifics, and B, um, he didn't practice yesterday or today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today's Thursday. So we're running like out of time for him to practice. Uh, so real realistically, um, if he doesn't practice tomorrow, Friday, like I'm legit concerned. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, he was definitely limited 
the last game. I mean, that's kind of why Mike Evans went off the way he did because <clears throat> Chris Godwin just wasn't right for that game. So yeah, there's reports saying it might be a hip pointer, which tends to linger around, especially in a wide receiver. He hasn't practiced, so hopefully he practices tomorrow. If he doesn't practice Friday, then there's a good chance he doesn't play this weekend, which means more Mike Evans. Yeah. Um, so it's a little concerning for sure, and hopefully it doesn't seem to be a multi-week thing, but there is that possibility. But here's another thought also for Mike Evans' owners. If this doesn't seem like something that's going to be bad, Mike Evans could be a decent sell-high candidate if he has another good game this week considering if Chris Godwin comes back um, and has his normal role, which is why Mike Evans has been blowing up as of late. But just something yeah, I mean, he was a great by low uh, before he went ham last week. Um, I think they're playing the Rams at a 4 o'clock game. I think this is they're going to struggle with the Rams. I think Dominican Sue uh, – not Dominican Sue, uh, Aaron Donald is going to eat Jameis alive. Uh, I think that they're going to have to have O.J. Howard in to block every as much as possible, which is really going to restrict who's catching balls here, especially if Godwin can't go. They're probably going to put their best one to two um, uh, cornerbacks with safety help um, on um, on Mike Evans and just say beat us another way. Uh, and they really don't – I mean, Ronald Jones has looked pretty, looked pretty good. Um, but that they don't have many other pieces right now. If, if Godwin's going to be banged up, if Howard is going to be blocking, and if Evans is going to be double or triple covered. Uh, so this may, you know, and, and Cooper Cup's been going ham on the other side. So uh, it, this could be not a, a shootout like you think it could. I'd like it to be, but I, I just I don't know. Um, one of my other favorite uh, uh, new targets that has been fantastic in the past couple of weeks, very unexpected, was – was Terry McLaurin, uh, and, and it's it's not McLaren because it's it has a U in it, um, even though I love McLarens. Uh, so they want to call him F1, but that's not how you say it. Uh, <laughs> scary Terry, as much as people want to call him that, is for uh, the Boston Celtic or former Boston Celtic. Um, so, like, uh, whatever nickname you want to call him, he popped off with a hamstring injury today. I hate hamstring injuries in the middle of the week, uh, especially um, in wide receivers and running backs who need that explosiveness to run uh, and break free. He was pretty much running the show in wide receivers for the um, uh, for the Redskins um, and, and and doing a very good job. So he, I think he had five catches, sixty yards, and a touchdown in the first three each of the first three games. Um, but this isn't. This is bad timing. What are your What are your thoughts? Yeah, same thing. I mean, he's kind of the cog for the main cog for the offense for the the passing game, and he's really proven to be Case Keenum's re- most reliable target. So uh, the weird once again pop in the middle of the week doesn't really have kind of has that fifty fifty look for Sunday. Yeah. So definitely keep the track of he he practices Friday and. That'll be the big determination, and he may be a game time decision if this thing tends to linger on. So, kind of start usually start with confidence, especially if who they're playing this week um, with the Giants in town. But um, definitely something to keep an eye on because he could burn you last second if he doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, if he if he suffers a re injury, like 
first quarter and you're all in on him, he may get a couple of catches, but then he may be done for the day. Uh, yeah. Trey Quinn is a fantastic pivot um, on DraftKings. He's like 3000 which is min price. Uh, and I have a feeling he, if McLaurin is out, he may end up becoming very popular because they got to throw to somebody. Um, but moving on to Julian Edelman, who suffered this rib injury, uh, it sounds like he got lucky. X-rays were negative. This could be a rib contusion. This could be a rib uh, cartilage issue, which is painful as the cartilage just sits kind of in between each of the ribs. And whenever uh, you breathe heavy, the lungs expand, the ribs uh, and cartilage expand with it, and they're very painful. Um, so this is more of a pain tolerance than anything. Uh, but I think he will definitely play and be out there this week and the Patriots are, as they're in Buffalo. What uh, any, any concerns with that? Not really. I mean, especially in the higher professional level for football, the rib injuries don't seem to hamper people. And for those who don't know, part of it is that they tend to do some rib anesthetic. They can do rib lidocaine injections and blocks before the game that somehow works pretty well for a couple hours. So I fully anticipate him to be up to speed as long as nothing else is lingering on except the ribs. Yeah, I agree. Uh, The Eagles just scored. I was trying to figure out. Elshon Jeffrey got it. Six-yard pass. Um, uh, He's pretty – he's very important, especially when they lost Devlin to a neck injury probably for the year. He's their fullback, uh, and their running hasn't looked very good. So a lot of their packages had Devlin in there. They don't really have anybody legit to replace him. They have this kid they 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 just kind of signed or took off the squad. But they got to be they they're going to have to change up their personnel. They're pro- they I wouldn't be surprised if they went three or four wide a lot of the times with Dorsett, with Gordon, with uh, Jacoby Myers. Um, so like the, the, he's definitely going to be needed. He's he's a, a big important part of this offense. Did you happen to see this Josh Gordon finger injury? Yeah, they didn't really talk too much about it, though. They kind of had him on the sideline, and then he was kind of back in. So um, I don't know exactly what's going on. I haven't seen – you know, he said – all we know is he said he's a fighter after he got the injury. That's about it. You know, like – Yeah, I I saw it happen, and I'm like, he either fractured or dislocated or both. Uh, Yeah. But then, like, five minutes later, he was on the field. I'm like, all right, well, then whatever it was, it wasn't overly concerning, and they must have put it back in place. Um, and then, you know, if, just put a, you know, a little finger guard on it and throw his gloves yeah. on it. It seems like a dislocation because he was back in. And yeah. if his dislocation is, you know, for a wide receiver, it shouldn't really hamper him too much. Yeah. It'll kind of swell up and cause pain. But in terms of his production, I wouldn't really, you know, I think they have a bigger problem playing Buffalo, uh, especially at his role. But I wouldn't worry about his injury hampering his production. Yeah, I mean, uh, White is legit shut down corner. I don't know who he's going to cover. It's probably going to be Gordon. So that may – I mean, we saw him get uh, shut down a couple – well, I did in person, but in uh, in in uh, versus the Dolphins when Howard was still there or there, and, and he shut him down pretty well. That was the game – the only game A.B. played in, and that's why he was so targeted aggressively because Gordon – was was shut down and, and, and probably didn't do much. So that may be the case again this week. The finger injury may, you know, also contribute. Um, not really going to comment on Cortland Sutton's ribs. I think it'll be fine. Demarius Thomas is off this week. Albert Wilson is 50-50 with a calf. 
Um, and that you really shouldn't be starting him. A.J. Green, probably at least two to three more weeks. We haven't really heard much from him, which is kind of what I expected. Uh, this is going to be kind of like a second half of the season, um, uh, kind of like almost like a free agent ad, if you think of it that way. Uh, they're still throwing the ball a ton. Uh, Jalen Hurd's dealing with a back injury that he happens to have a good time for a bye. He hasn't really played at all this year. And Chad Beebe, he um, – he fractured his ankle or had severe ligament damage in his ankle uh, for the Vikings. So he, he's, he's like their wide receiver three or four. So he's done for the year. Um, Saquon, obviously the biggest name of the week. Uh, we got some clarity as they said, it was uh, basically a moderate uh, high ankle sprain, which is essentially ligament tearing of the bottom uh, two ligaments or the ligaments in between the bottom two bones. Uh, and if you tear those, your bones want to split apart whenever you walk. Um, very painful. Uh, this could have been mild like Tevin Coleman, who's probably going to be back next week, or it could have been severe with a fracture like OBJ had a couple of years ago. When do you realistically think Saquon will be back? So I think they're, they give a time range of, uh, somewhere between four and six weeks. That kind of, I think, really works around the bye week for them, which is why they gave that range. I think he'll be back after the bye. They're not they're, – the Giants aren't going anywhere this year. Yeah, no. So they're, they're definitely not rushing him back in. They'll kind of let Daniel Jones, you know, work, around, work with the offense and become the, the focal point. And hopefully he'll be back after the bye. That's my guess. So I think he's going to get the full – five to six weeks and err on the longer side because I just don't think they want to risk their franchise player if they don't have to. Yeah, That's I my think is actually like in week 11, so they may even have it closer to like almost eight weeks or seven weeks. Yeah. But, I mean, um, if he comes back in like four weeks, I'll be pretty surprised. But, I mean, it's not unheard of with a high ankle, but no. – um, but this this could have been a lot worse. He got pretty he got pretty lucky. And once he comes back, like we really don't worry about these. Uh, they, they pretty much do well. Uh, but you need to. They are very painful, and they take a, a time even to start walking on it. Never mind running or anything. Just walking is painful. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's still in crutches. Uh, James Conner, man, he just does not look right. Uh, the left knee was hyperextended last week. He can't just do anything. I really liked him coming into this year, but this team has just fallen apart. Um, they they can't catch a break, um, and I have to to keep him just to hope he's he goes off. But I, I don't. I just don't feel good about him right now. Yeah, I think it's hard. I mean, the Steelers' offense looks so different, and he's had this tendency of being banged up quite a bit. But I'd say the one thing for the people who are trying to hold on to him is that he does have the target share in terms of the carries. If they could keep the game script from going the wrong direction, he could yeah. be okay. I mean, they have the Bengals, they have the Dolphins coming up, but then they yeah. go through a tough stretch with the Rams and then the Browns and the Bills. So some, hopefully he turns things around, and if they start picking up the pace a little more, he will have a role in that offense as long as he can stay on the field. It's just kind of tough for the people who draft him at the end of the first round yeah. to kind of deal with his production. And, you know, and, and Joe Mixon along the same lines is like, he hasn't been very good at all. Um, and they're just throwing the ball a ton because they're just yeah. down so much. I mean, he was better last week, but he still is not what you thought you were getting. I mean, Dalvin Cook, 
who I was really high on. I had him as my five, number five uh, back going into the season, which was high for most people. I mean, this kid looks bananas, but like Chubb has been okay. Um, you know, uh, a lot Bell is getting a ton of work, but that offense isn't going anywhere right now. They may pick it up over the next couple of weeks. Leonard Fournette really hasn't done much with all his volume playing almost a hundred percent of snaps. Um, but, but, uh, and Connor, I was hoping was one of the few that was, was going to break out, but he hasn't really done as much as I would like either. Uh, Damian Williams, who initially started off hot, uh, early in, in the, in the season, uh, in terms of his ADP, but he's just absolutely plummeted. And then now he's banged up with a knee and he looks like he's going to miss again this week. We still don't know what's going on with this knee. This, this cannot be just a contusion. There's no way. Uh, any ideas? Yeah, they're they're definitely not telling us what else is out there. Um, if it's a contusion, he probably has some ligament to his sprain or some sort of minor damage is keeping him out. Um, the problem is that LaShawn McCoy is a little banged up, but he's still mm-hmm. going to play. And like Andy Reid has a tendency. If someone's in this doghouse injured, he's very quick to go to the hot hand. So LaShawn oh, McCoy yeah. is going to be a starting running back until Damian Williams can prove he could be on the field. You know, surprisingly, Daryl Williams got the call also. He looked good. I mean, he, he I wish good. I started him last week, man. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was Darwin time, but it was yeah. not. And I thought it was Darwin time, and unfortunately, he didn't get the call. So um, it's hard to tell what's going on in this backfield. Everyone just wants a piece of it. So maybe just hold on to your pieces until we get some clarity. But, yeah. you know, it's just a domino effect. One guy goes down, next guy up. And Andy Reid's very quick to put someone else in the offense if he needs to because it's a system that works for Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, McCoy had a decent game. He kind of left with a re-injury to the ankle, which is pretty common. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a similar situation this week. Um, uh, But I've had a bunch of questions, you know, Jamal Williams or, or, sorry, uh, um, Darrell Williams or somebody else. And it's it's tricky because you want to say, uh, Williams, but at the same time, do you really trust uh, that McCoy is going to be ineffective? And then Darwin, they just decided not to give Tar- Darwin 20 carries out of the blue. Um, but so, I mean, you want to have faith in him, but I don't, I don't know. There's, 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 there's at least two to three backs in this backfield, assuming Damian doesn't even play. Um, Josh Jacobs reported had lost 10 pounds last week. Uh, after getting sick, also dealing with a groin injury, I didn't really expect him to do very well, and and and, he, and that's kind of how it played out. Game script was also the same. He has a better chance to be more effective this week. This groin injury is still not a hundred percent. He probably hasn't regained all of his strength after losing that uh, much weight or reported weight. Uh, so I mean, I, I like the matchup uh, in general, but I just. I can't trust him right now, so I need to prove show him, prove me that he's healthy again. Um, Devin Singletary uh, returned to practice um, in a limited fashion with a hamstring. This is not a good play versus the Patriots. Um, I, as much as I love Motor, his nickname, um, they are a very good defense, legit right now, um, and he's at high risk for re-injury. So I'm hoping that they hold him out one more game. So they're just being smart with him because this is a long season and mm-hmm. you can't have a miss four or five weeks if he re-injures it. Uh, any thoughts on Singletary? Same thing. I mean, I, I think they're, you know, they kind of know he's the future. Frank Gore is kind of the temporary guy right now. 
especially against the Patriots. Uh, you know, they're looking for a win divisional game, but if he's not ready, they're not going to let him play. So I say they probably hold him out, and if they don't, he's going to get limited snaps. Um, hamstrings tend to linger on, so definitely someone that I don't think they're going to rush him back if they can help it. Yeah. Um, Marlon Mack actually did a lot better than I thought he did with a calf. Um, he's he's going to be even better this week. I don't remember what their matchup is, but but uh, the fact that he's a, a week out, they still continue to run the offense through him. Oh, t- and T.Y. Hilton, I think we accidentally skipped over him. Um, he's dealing with a, a quad injury, and indirectly, uh, depending on what happens with T.Y., um, will, ind- will directly affect – uh, Marlon Mack, because if Ty's in the game, he's gonna, you know, he's kind of the ones that run the show on the offensive passing side. Uh, Mack uh, is, is kind of running the show rushing, but if 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 they're only gonna run the ball, they're really gonna struggle because they don't have any other options. Even with even a dom, you know, a dominating line, I do like uh, Mack this week, and I do like, um, I think he'll be healthier. They are. Um, uh, they are playing. Who the heck are they playing? I just saw it. Playing, uh, they're playing the Raiders. Yeah, so they're playing the Raiders. Raiders yeah. Um, as far as uh, what are your thoughts on on Hilton's quad? Do you think uh, I'm on the fence about whether or not he's going to play this week? Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, you know they're saying there's a good chance that he does play despite the quad injury, but he said he's doing better day by day. I don't know if he practices Friday, maybe he'll be out there. Um, the offense changes dramatically with him off the field, just like you're saying, though. If he's there, they can kind of work through him to get more of the uh, running lanes open because they have to respect him out there. Yeah. But uh, if he's not there, the offense stalls very quickly. Um, so hopefully he makes it with just something to keep an eye on. And I think Marlon Mack's value is very closely tied to him, just like you said. Marlon Mack's a beast when T.Y. Helton's playing well. And T.Y. Helton's been playing – Tremendously well, yeah. even without Andrew Luck. So, same with Jacoby Brissett as a streamer for the week. It's kind of tough to trust him without Hilton on the field. Yeah, I mean, maybe Paris Campbell, the tight ends. Is it either? Is it both? Is it yeah. someone like Pascal? Like, I don't, I don't really know where to go with that. Uh, maybe you can just play Brissett naked. Uh, or maybe you can just play Mac and hope that he continues to run like crazy. Um, through that dominating line, even though uh, Oakland's line is, is, is pretty decent. Um, it's, I don't know, it is what it is. I really don't know what to make of it right now. We'll have uh, some clarity, and I'll talk about it on Sunday morning in the live stream. Um, Rashad Penny left last Friday after we had recorded um, with a hamstring. He ended up missing the game as expected, um, and that indirectly is probably still lingering Chris Carson continues to have fumble troubles. Uh, they have a monster matchup this week versus Arizona, who's just like, you know, letting points up like crazy. Um, so I would love to have Penny on the field. I just I don't I don't know if he's going to play. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play personally. Um, it was a shame because he has like the perfect opportunity now. Pete Carroll's expressed. Yeah, to take over. Pete Carroll's expressed that they trust in Chris Carson. Chris Carson had three fumbles all of last year, and he hasn't had issues in the past. So if he can't get it going this week, um, it's going to be a big problem. But hopefully we can see Chris Carson, you know, put on a show, and that's that's the kind of um, angle that hopefully we get from him. 
Yeah, I mean, they're actively punching the ball out of Chris Carson's hand. Like, yeah. on that play that he fumbled, I watched it. He had, like, a 20- or 30-yard run. He was going down, and one guy was on his shoulder trying to, you know, trying to tackle him. Another guy came out from behind him and punched the ball, and that's how it popped out. He didn't even see the dude. Uh, he yeah. was worried about getting tackled. So, just that's just how the play kind of came out. But, I mean, he needs to just – you know, run around campus, so to speak, with, you know, with the ball in your hand like they used to do in the old school days. Mm -hmm. um, as far as Mark Andrews, he let a lot of people down. I backed off a little bit. I wish I backed off more in DFS on Sunday because he ended up really hurting. I, I wish I pivoted to Waller like I, like I did in some leagues. Um, but I, I'm hoping that he's doing a little better this week. He still has a huge target share. Uh, Lamar is definitely still looking for him between him and Marquise. Uh, and he's an important part of this offense uh, in order to get them kind of right again. Um, we don't have really any details on what the foot is. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, <clears throat> you know, his poor performance last week just leads you to think that it's something that might be lingering a little bit. Um, Hopefully he's out there practicing a little more this week. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's still limited on Sunday uh, just based on how much he does in practice. Yeah, I mean, it, we haven't, it hasn't been much time, you know. I mean, yeah. he's been dealing with it for two weeks. Um, uh, and, and obviously he wasn't, you know, whether it was scheming or whether whatever it was, he just he didn't do very well last week. So uh, Vance McDonald popped off with a shoulder uh, we found out that it was an AC joint, which is up this top part right here, that they can be quite painful. They can range from one week to three, four, five, six weeks. Some of them even require surgery. Um, they traded with the the, Mar uh, the Mariners, the Seahawks, um, and Nick Vanette, I think is who it was. Uh, maybe just a warm body. Um, but uh, I'm kind of 50-50 on uh, McDonald this week. We really will probably get an update. I wouldn't be surprised if they scratched him, though. Yeah, same thing. They said they've already reported that there is a chance he could play. A chance that Vance McDonald plays is probably not very good because he can't stay on the he field. Hasn't, he hasn't been very good either. Yeah, and, you know, when he's on the field, he could be a – you know, with Mason Rudolph, he should be able to be very productive with the new quarterback, but – uh, you know, I think the pipe dream of this guy producing like we want him to is probably going away pretty quickly. So I would look for other options, even if he gets on the field, because he's not going to be 100%. They have another tight end that's going to split with him, just like Jesse James the last year. Yep. So um, initially I was going to – I had a, planned on mentioning Dallas Godert, but he just scored a touchdown. So I don't think we have to mention him anymore. Um, he's still dealing with the calf injury, but you don't really have to worry about it, at least for today. Um, Delaney Walker, I've got a lot of questions on him. He missed the last two days uh, with a knee injury. We don't have any details. I, all I found was that it was a knee and that was it. He recorded like some, you know, a commentary or whatever, sitting in this chair in front of his locker, and that's all we know. Um, but... Um, this could be a big deal. Uh, he's, he's very dominant when he's on the offense, you know, when he's, when he's on the field. Uh, but I mean, he's getting older. He's not exactly a spring chicken anymore. And he doesn't heal like, you know, uh, like, like, like he would when, if he was 20, 
so uh, this is definitely something to keep an eye on. I'll probably do a video on this tomorrow if we get any more information. Um, but right now it's just too speculative. Um, I'll, I'll refer people to this. What are your thoughts on uh, Walker? I mean, Delaney Walker is an old man, and he's, it's amazing that he's still playing football. So, you know, just like you said, he's not a spring chicken. This thing could linger around. He's been hobbled by injuries in the past, like the last couple of years. So, um, you know, more details will come. Hopefully we can figure out what his status is. He is literally the only trustworthy option on that offense to start a week and week yeah. out other than Derrick Henry. Yeah. So it'd be a real shame if he misses any time. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I think a lot of people, I mean, tight ends getting ridiculously thin. Um, so uh, with Njoku done for a while with his fracture slash concussion, with Andrew struggling, with McDonald injured, um, Olsen has been doing good. Um, uh, the like Watson and Herndon aren't back yet. Uh, Kelsey, you're you know you're starting, and, and, and Ertz and Kittle is on a bye. So like you're running out of people to to, to fill in here. Jimmy Graham didn't really do much last week with a groin, and he's playing tonight. Um, Jordan Reed hasn't cleared concussion protocol yet, and it's probably been, what, a month, six weeks, um, which is obviously concerning. I mean, he could just look at somebody and get another concussion. He's, he's that prone <laughs> at this point. Um, the last guy we, we'll, we'll briefly mention is Jamal Williams, who, who just left uh, this game earlier tonight, uh, right before we started recording, after taking a massive hit. He was getting tackled by two guys, kind of falling down, and then the Eagles guy literally like ran straight into his head, helmet to helmet, and, and he just started to fall, and he didn't really even try to break his own fall, which is not a good sign. That usually means that you're concussed and that you've lost consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, he he didn't move uh, on the ground for a good 10 seconds at least. Um, and I knew he had to have been concussed at that point. Uh, these uh, loss of consciousness does not directly correlate with, with severity of concussion, but it's never a good sign. It's usually uh, – it can, it can be a big deal. Um, the good news is that he was moving all four extremities. Um, he was carted off the field. He um, – he was taken to the local emergency room, likely to get a CT of the head and neck and evaluate spinal cord injuries. And we should find out later, best case scenario, he only suffered a concussion and will, uh, remains to be seen when he will be possibly back. Uh, there's a lot of worst case scenarios that I don't really want to go into. Uh, any thoughts on this? Yeah, that looked like a brutal hit. I mean, he was down for just like you said, for a good while. Um, most likely it's just a bad concussion. And, you know, as you said, concussion protocol on a Thursday, outside chance he plays in a week, but it could always be something worse. But um, I'd say for those Aaron Jones owners out there, he got lucky this week because he was already in the doghouse about getting splitting carries yeah. and all that talk. So uh, good news for them, but hopefully Jamal Williams is okay. Yeah, that will uh, do it. I uh, I got this new this new iPhone, the, the Pro friggin' Max 11, whatever the hell it's called. And all I gotta say is, it's only been a week, but this battery is insane. Like, I've been using my phone since 6:30 this morning. It's almost 10 p.m. and I still have like 70% battery. 
Like it's crazy. It's awesome. Um, finally, I mean, get me one. It, might, it might last two months and then it might die, but whatever. Um, thank you for tuning in. We tried to get these out Thursday night. The injuries really don't come out until Wednesday, Thursday. Um, we know games are on Sunday, so you kind of have a short window to listen and follow and watch and for us to provide you content. Um, we we uh, put these both out on video on our YouTube site, but also on a bunch of different audio forms, Stitcher, Apple Podcast. Uh, it, it starts on Blog Talk. So there's a bunch of different ways it goes out. Um, we appreciate if, if you subscribe, if you like the video, if you're watching, uh, and, and give, leave us a comment uh, whether or not this you find helpful, what else we could do to, uh, to, to keep your interest uh, and, and kind of let us know where we're going from here. We are both physicians, and, and, and we're coming home from long days at, at the office or the OR um, and, and just trying to keep it short and sweet but also be uh, you know extensive enough to – to be worth, uh, worth doing it. So, uh, that's uh, all I have for the night. Uh, any last thoughts? Yeah. So everyone also tune in to, uh, Jesse's live, uh, pre kickoff feed on Sundays. It's good information. You can ask any of your last minute injury or fantasy football questions with live response. I personally used it secretly. And it's been very <laughs> I good. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, uh, so use it. It's a good resource. And unlike the other ones, you'll get a response no matter what. Um, so definitely check it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to go on around 1130 Eastern. I mean, I, I do a bunch of stuff on Sunday morning. So like I go to the gym, I set my lineups, I build some DFS lineups. I, um, I'm trying to figure out who's, if there's anybody that's on the fence of being inactive, active. Um, and I try to log on and get get people some answers and I try to do it for about a half hour or so. Um, I live in Florida. So my Patriots games, if they play, they usually play at one or not always on TV. So then I have to go somewhere to watch it. So it's like a lot of things going on in a short period of time. Uh, but I try to uh, hook everybody up with, with questions and with answers. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. Uh, hopefully uh, that will continue to grow. Uh, you can just log on to the Fantasy Doctors on YouTube uh, and you'll see the link on Sunday morning. It will pop up around 1130 Eastern time. All right. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Take care, guys. <clears throat> Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.